Hey, this is Mike Missanelli, and you're listening to the Feed the Embiid, the number one Sixers podcast in America. Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. Best big in the league, and it's no debate. Who's from the haters? Point him to the exit. I guess every franchise needs its process. Every franchise needs its own process. Coming down the lane, yeah. Watch your head, yeah. We post a every game, yeah. Get your Kodak. Once he gets you under the basket, you better just pray. Hit you with the jab step, knock down, lock from Ben. Get out the way, and one. Let the fans know it. Yeah, homie, let the fans know it. Watch the trailer, the three is going in your eye. If you mess, you better get back. Cause if them bees, there won't be a putback. Keep all that trash out of the paint. Cause them bees will put it back in your face. He's a cold blooded killer, and he take no prisoners. Yeah, dump off from TJ. Call it the feed to him, What's going on, everybody? The Sixers, after a insane loss in Game 1, courtesy of Kawhi Leonard, 45 points. They were back at it tonight for Game 2, looking to win in Toronto for the first time since 2012. A huge, huge, huge game. Don't want to go down 0-2. That's a pretty uh, steep hill to climb, obviously. And what do they do? They come out, and they are... Firing on all cylinders, guns are blazing. Um, they they lead twenty six seventeen after the first quarter, and they lead by as many as nineteen points in the second quarter. They ultimately go into halftime up by um, fourteen points, and you just thought, okay, he, here we are. Sorry, thir- sorry, thirteen points at halftime, and you just thought, okay, here we are. Similar situation to Game 2 against the Celtics last year. You build a big lead in the second quarter on the road, and you're looking to side the series up, a pivotal game. Last year, Celtics got an, went on a run, closed out the second, closed out the first half, and, and they and they made it They made it a game despite being despite trailing by 22 points. They win that game, Game 2, in, in Boston, completely demoralize the Sixers, and the Sixers lose the series four games to one. And you, I kind of had that vibe. I kind of had that vibe coming out, of coming into the, the, into the third quarter. I had the flashbacks to last season. I had the sort of the, the, the recall of what had happened, and it had a similar vibe. Sixers pushed a team on the road, into a big deficit, that team fights back, close down, close out the half. Um, a lot of sloppiness, a lot, a lot, a lot of turnovers, yada yada yada. And then the Raptors come back and they storm back and they make it a game. It is a close game throughout the third and fourth quarter. This, I, th- I believe, um, the Raptors got it to within one, got to within one, maybe three, between three, between three and one points at. Uh, and later in the third quarter, and then momentum kind of swung back a little bit. Sixers uh, led by as many as 13 in the fourth, 
Um, the Raptors get it to a, a one-point game with about a minute left. Embiid, who was atrocious, 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 atrocious all game long, comes up with the biggest bucket of his career, of uh, obviously of the game, arguably of his career, and he gets layup to go off of a spin move, puts Sixers up by three, and then the Raptors have a chance to tie out of the timeout, and they sim- and they, they, they miss two wide open looks at threes. And Sixers get the rebound. Tobias Harris makes two free throws. And the Sixers close the game out. And they win it by five. Going back to Philly. Tied 1-1. They have stolen home court from the Raptors. There are now only um, two games left in in Toronto. And there are three games left in Philly. And I don't know how I'm feeling about the rest of the series right now. But I'm feeling pretty damn good right now about this win. They got a huge confidence-boosting win against a really good team that had had their number for for quite some time. And you wonder, how do they do this? Well, they came out in this game, and they adjusted pretty pretty dramatically. First off, they were not switching Jimmy... uh, They're not switching J.J. Redick on screens. That made it impossible for the Raptors to target him. Second of all, they had... Ben Simmons on Kawhi Leonard pretty much the entire game. Um, there were a couple occasions where on transition, the closest guy to him happened to be Tobias or happened to be Jimmy or whatever. Um, but they had Ben Simmons on him the majority of the game. As a result, Kawhi Leonard, 13-24, 3 of 10, 3-point shooting, 35 points. Still a great performance, but not nearly as efficient and as effective as he was uh, two nights ago. They then put Tobias Harris in. It was sort of a, it was sort of a, uh, a switch it up sort of thing where he started some possessions on Gasol and Embiid had Siakam, and then there were other possessions where if Embiid was off the court, he would then drop over to the fellow by the name of uh, Kyle Lowry. Like I had chose, like like I had said that I would have done. So when Embiid was on the court, Tobias was on Marcus Saul. You figure Gasol is slower, but he's bigger. Maybe you know you think Tobias can probably, um, I guess, keep up with him in terms of speed and at the size advantage. And, you know, and you hope that he can get a hand up in his face and make the make just, just make the old man miss. Um, but when Embiid was off the court, he was on Lowry, like I had wanted him to be. And so, um, in this game, and, and that was only the second, the second and third adjustments. Then it was no more Quirkmas. Fourth, the fifth was a little bit of Bolden, but the backup center was no longer um, Boban Marjanovic. It was no longer um, giving Jonah Bolden significant minutes at the backup five. Greg Monroe played a huge role in this game. He was. Four of seven in 12 minutes for 10 points, five rebounds, no, a one turnover, and a plus eight. He showed up huge, and I thank God that he showed up because in my in, in one of my previous articles, I mentioned that I thought he was the best matchup as a backup big in this series, and he came out and proved me right. I was really happy with it. He passed the ball well. He 
made hustle plays. He made shots, plain and simple. He ultimately left the, ultimately left the game early with a sprained ankle, did not return. And when Tobias Harris picked up his fourth, I think, foul um, late in the third quarter, it forced Brett Brown's hand. He said, okay, I got to go small ball a little bit. I don't have any more Greg Monroe. I got to put Boban in for about a, for as much as long as I can without getting slaughtered. And I got to put Bolden in too. Boban played one minute. He was a minus five. That tells you how bad he was. Um, with him on the court, the team gave up five points. I mean, that's it. I mean, it, it was it was bad. Um, then late in the third, in the, in the fourth quarter, Brett Brown tried to steal some minutes with um, with. With Amir Johnson, he had, he played three minutes in the fourth quarter. Didn't do anything bad. Didn't do anything bad. One rebound. Um, the team was a minus one with him on the court. So he did his job. He didn't. He, it wasn't preposterous. He, he it was just a neutral. Wasn't bad. Just a neutral. Um, <clears throat> one of the biggest, biggest, biggest performances of this game was James Ennis. Ennis. 13 points in 24 minutes on 4 of, four of 10 shooting. Uh, six rebounds, a ton of hustle play, offensive boards and putbacks, free throws made. He was a plus seven. Huge game for him. We needed that spurt off the bench in place of Mike Scott. Um, Bolden was, had three points in nine minutes. He made a three early in the fourth quarter to push it to a nine-point game. Um, and he was a plus three. So all in all, the bench was really solid for the Sixers tonight. Um, now this is where it gets really kooky to the Sixers. Jimmy Butler was sensational tonight. He was a plus. He was he had a, he had thirty points in forty three minutes played. He played a, a dominant majority of point guard minutes and ball handling, slowing down, slowing down, slowing down the pace when the Raptors went on a run. Um, he made a ton, a ton a ton of clutch shots in this game. He buried a three to put up to put the Sixers up by seven late in this game after the Raptors hit a three and sort of silenced the momentum. And he made all eight of his free throws. There are pressure, pressure free throws too, a couple of them, and he knocked them down, had 11 rebounds and five assists. Huge, huge, huge game for Jimmy Butler. That's a max player performance right there. There's a, you know, people want to debate, is he an elite role player? Is he a, a, an upper tier uh, all-star? Is he, is, he, is he just a middle-of-the-pack all-star? Is he just a, uh, you know... Is he is he a kind of guy who can win you who can help you win a championship? He show he was the one that reason they won the game tonight. Straight up, that's what it is. He had thirty points, and then I kid you not, pretty much the rest of the team, rest of the starters were silent. Tobias Harris had nine points on three of eleven shooting in thirty six minutes. He did have eleven rebounds, so that was a, so that was a good contribution in place of the points. He was he was, he was getting boards for the Sixers. Um, on the defensive end and limiting the Raptors in terms of their second chance opportunities. Embiid had gastroenteritis. He was really awful tonight, to be honest. 12 points in 32 minutes, um, six boards, five assists, six turnovers. I, I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He was just sick or whatever, whatever it might be. But he's had terrible. He's had two consecutive bad games against in, in the series. I need him to come out next game, game three at home. And put on a show and dominate. So that way this team can take a commanding two games to one lead in this series and make some noise. Um, ben Simmons had six points. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, Ben Simmons had six points in 44 minutes. 
uh, seven rebounds, five assists. He only took six shots. He was conserving a ton of energy for the defensive end to, to, to perturb Kawhi Leonard. So I'm not going to grade his offensive game too harshly because his defense was so damn good. And I'm sure Brett Brown's had something to him along the lines of remain aggressive, but focus less on the scoring and, and, the, and, and whatnot and make sure that you lock down Kawhi Leonard. And he did a great job. He did as good of a job as anybody did. Um, J.J. Redick was was relatively quiet. He had a couple of big shots in this game. Um, 11 points in 36 minutes. He was a minus five. He's doing the things that he usually does, J.J. Redick. Um, not, a, not a tremendous unit for him, but he, he made shots. And he was the veteran that the team needed uh, you know, to, to make plays late in the game, obviously. And overall, the Sixers had a slightly better shooting performance, 39.5% from the field, um, 10 to 35 from three. Raptors shot 36% and 27% from three. The difference in this game, really, when it comes down to it, was the free throw difference. Sixers made 24-26, the Raptors made 13-15. And so uh, that, 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 it made, it's a pretty sizable difference. And that makes up that, that changes the whole complexion of this game and how the late how the, this game was played late. The Sixers could have blown this team out though. They could have won this game by forty points because of the turnovers that they committed. The Sixers committed nineteen turnovers in this game tonight. Uh, uh, <clears throat> um, that's a far cry from what it was last game. The Raptors um, scored twenty four points on the Sixers. Or uh, wait, sorry. Interestingly enough, the Sixers scored 24 points on 12 Raptor turnovers. The Raptors scored three points on 20 Sixer turnovers. The Sixers' transition defense was sensational tonight. Um, or at least it gives off the appearance that it was in that the Raptors couldn't take advantage of the opportunities. Um and you know, overall, I'm just really proud of this team the way they played tonight, the way they executed, the way they hung with it, and they overcame a beast. And it got close, things got tight, got 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 a chick, got a little bit edgy at the end, and they still hung with it. And they won a game that they would not have won last year, or maybe even earlier this year. And it's a sign of growth from both the players and the coach for making adjustments and the players for executing the adjustments. And it was a tremendous, tremendous um, statement for this team because a lot of people in this city thought they weren't going to win the series. I, I, I didn't, and I don't know if I, if I do now, but I'm a, a whole lot more confident than I was uh, six hours ago. And it was really just... A, a, a really, really important game that if they had lost after leading by as much as 19, I guarantee you they would not have won this series. It had the same feel as it did last year. They lost that series. They would have been demoralized, and they would have lost this one too. But now it's a different story. This time around, it's a, it's a different result. They go home with the ball in their court. The pressure's on the Raptors to win one to two on the road, which could absolutely happen. I would bank more on the odds of the Raptors winning two on the road than that. Uh, the, uh, I bank more on the odds of, of the Raptors winning one on the road 
than I would on them not. I mean, they're an excellent team, and the Sixers are going to be back, are going to be tested. But this is a huge, huge win for their confidence. Um, hopefully, they'll have Mike Scott back by the time that th- that this uh, that that by, by the time they're ready for Game Three, so they can go with small ball lineups and they can, um, you know, maybe look at um, Greg Monroe a little bit. But really go small ball and allow the guys and allow this allow, and you know allow allow pick and pops where where the, where Scott can, can can come out for a, a shot and it brings the big out and opens the lane up for the Sixers. Um, but as a conversation for a different time, the Sixers win Game Two, ninety four to eighty nine. They tie the series up one to one, and they will be back in action on Thursday. Do you like shotgunning beer? You want to increase your shotgunning time at parties? Check out my boys at the King Cobra. The King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. It is also a tab puller, a vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, Check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is still with a K. For 10% discount on all products, enter the code TRUSTTHECOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. The feed to Embiid and its name are protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction and distribution without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright the feed to Embiid 2019. The Sixers win game two going away. 94 to 89. They will be back game three on Thursday at home. Huge game. We'd love to go up. It would be phenomenal to go up two to one and put the pressure on the Raptors. Um, as always, I'm Austin Krell, Austin Villanova on Twitter. You want to talk sports, Sixers, whatever you want. I'm always down to talk. Um, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and give a review. And as always, thank you for tuning in.